Who are you, little? No, no, go easy on the wee one. His father's gonna go crazy and chop them all into haggis. What's haggis? <gasps> Boy, you read my thoughts. You've got the shining. You mean shining. Shh, you wanna get sued? Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay! It's my name, Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick. Fuck with me! I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War game! You are impressionist. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like a dog. dog. <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh, jinx! Holy shit! How did that actually happen? Here we go. Holy shnikes! We are back. Didn't even give you a teaser. Why tease you with a, just a little bit of uh, a couple of minutes of the Top of Wrestling podcast? Just to tell you that we were coming back. We're back. It's WrestleMania week. Season three is up and running. And you guys are listening to us probably on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We appreciate everyone for subscribing, liking, and sharing season one we went from well season two we doubled our our listening or listens and uh views and we know it's gonna get only better from here on out we're excited that you guys have all joined us for the ride and if you're brand new to the show strap in because we talk good wrestling and we talk good flicks this week our top topic is going to be none other than wrestlemania weekend we're going to kind of give you our views as to what's been going on over the last couple of months because, well, not much, actually, to head into WrestleMania. I guess there's really not going to be a whole lot we have to discuss as storylines, but I can't get too far into this unless I bring my brother from another mother. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Ladies and gentlemen, ODM. Let's think about this for a sec, Bob. Why would somebody put a copyright on a clip art logo? Hmm, very interesting. Here's the way I see it, Bob. Guy puts a fancy copyright on a clip art logo because he wants you to feel all warm and toasty inside. Makes a man feel good. Of course it does. Why shouldn't it? You figure you put that little logo under your pillow at night, the copyright fairy might come by and leave you a quarter. Am I right, Bob? Point is, how do you know the fairy isn't a crazy glue sniffer? Build modern airplanes, says the little fairy. Well, we're not buying it. He sneaks into your house once, that's all it takes. Next thing you know, there's money missing off the dresser and your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. Because they know all they sold you was a copyrighted piece of shit. That's all, isn't it? Hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it copyrighted, I will. I got time. But for now, for your listener's sake, for your daughter's sake, you might want to think about listening to a quality podcast from us. 
<laughs> yes, my man, my man, my man. I you, I swear to God, it was already in my head to do that in some form. Wouldn't have gotten anywhere closer to what you just did. That was fucking phenomenal. Ladies and gentlemen, we are off We're and back. running. We're back. Hey, and Woo! by the way, and Holy by the shit. way, you, 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 did, you did it wrong. Hermanos don't shake hands. Hermanos hug. <laughs> Holy shit. That's right, because last season we ended on our 25th episode, and then four days later, five days later, um, he goes. <laughs> you haven't listened back. to our bonus episode because you didn't see that it dropped. Holy shit. Cease and desist this, Neil and Bob. That's all I got to say. And you know what, though? It's not copyrighted. It's not like they have their Herbie Hancock written on there somewhere. So, <laughs> so man, you know, we were, we were gone for a little bit, and it's crazy. The exact week that we took off, the Miz cashes in and wins the championship. Only to drop it eight days later to the man who is still the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. And we both texted, we're like, why is all of the good shit happening now when we're not recording? It's actually quality stuff we could have talked about. That's a well-deserved title win that I did not see happening I did not think that they were just going to all of a sudden switch that over and, and make that. But, man, I mean, Miz is on to bigger and bunnier things, too. So it's 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 going to get weird. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, uh, no doubt. Yeah, it definitely is crazy. And the Miz is the only two-time Grand Slam champion. What kind of shit is that? I like it. Listen, man, I won't take any... He's a lifer. He's been there. Yeah, I won't take anything away from him. I mean, the dude is dedicated. He's good at what he does. He knows what he wants. He's putting in the work to go out and get it. I mean, I can't fault him for that. It's just that there's other names that you would expect to see up there, I guess. But I guess for his character, it works, right? He's been involved. He's cut some great promos. That Talking Smack promo, we've talked about it a million times. It's still... It's sure. one of those ones that pulls you in. Well, him and John Morrison are are hysterical to watch. Anything they do, like all their mocking of Sheamus and Drew, I mean, they they do a great job. Morrison is hurt, from what I understand, and mm. that's why he's not going to be a part of WrestleMania. He'll probably just be in the corner of Miz, but he's not going to be wrestling because it was supposed to be Damian Priest and B-Rabbit versus... Um, Miz and Morrison, but oh my God, that's right. The last thing we, we did have, uh, was bad bunny at rumble. Yes, that's right. Cause yep. we have our reactions with that shit. <sighs> hey, WWE, I'm Murph. Have we met? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so dude, let's talk about one other awesome thing that's happened lately. One awesome thing I call this. You know, we have been waiting and waiting. We're like, something's going to happen with uh, Cash, Dax, and Sean Spears with Tully. Something big's going to happen. 
and MJF forms the pinnacle, turning on Inner Circle after you would think they've imploded. But now Sammy Guevara's back in there. Now, if you guys remember from last season, we told you, eh-eh, we're done. Wednesday Night Wars, it's over. Holy shit, we actually predicted it, though, because NXT is moving to Tuesday nights. So we don't have to worry about that anymore anyway. But that being said, shit was getting stale. But that being said, did you watch the Inner Circle and Pinnacle backstage brawl? (laughs) The swirly. Oh, my God, the swirly. swirly I was like, that's amazing. I can't believe it. And then he even came out with water in his mouth, spitting it out. I was, the whole thing was great. This is our locker room, bitch. So Jericho, Inner Circle, their faces? I would think so. That's definitely the way that it would seem to me. You know why it works out so well? Everybody was already cheering Sammy. Everybody was already behind uh, proud and powerful or whatever team name they are. I, I actually forgot. Just Santana Ortiz. I like being able to cheer them. And honestly, that was a Jericho turn I wasn't wait I, I I wasn't ready for. But what else happened just a couple of days ago with Jericho? Man, he is the first guy to go over and and have a great match with Kenny Omega opening up amazing doors. We have AEW. He's the world champ over there. And now he's on WWE's Stone Cold Broken Skull Sessions on the network. Jericho is a guest. Did you see the promo? I didn't see the promo. The only one I saw was a short one where there was no talking. They did like the, the, the Y2J countdown. But it was Stone Cold. That's logo. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The clock. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's it was cool. Definitely. And you see the picture of them together. That's yeah. I think this confirms uh, a lot of stuff that we've talked about. That, and it's one of the, it's one of the reasons that we stopped doing the Wednesday Night Wars is because it's not a war. And I mean, it never really was. It's not a competition it, in any but way. But it's definitely not anyway. And you know, when Triple H said we're open for business, he wasn't kidding. I mean, we've seen signs of this already when they did the Elite Deletion. Hurricane Helms was there, referenced WWE, and was on WWE for the Rumble. So, I mean, we've already seen people go back. So, you know Chris Jericho damn well, first of all, has it written in his AEW contract that he can go anywhere that he wants to. And, you know, damn well, WWE is like, it's fucking Chris Jericho. Yeah, of course. And it's not, he's not showing up on a TV. He's not going to be in the ring in WWE TV. I don't think so, anyway. If it is, I think that's huge. But, you know, Stone Cold's mm-hmm. podcast, that's, let's be honest, in the grand scheme of WWE's entertainment mogul, it's low on the ladder, you know? Yeah, I, I, I would agree to that. And it's, it's funny because while we were away, the big show and Christian show up in AEW. This is quickly, quickly becoming. I'm even going to give you the credit. Go ahead. You say it. Say it. You said it. it it's WCW part two, man. It's the redo. Holy shit. It is. What's the difference this time? They have less NWO members. 
Less NWO members, and they're not yet openly mocking WWE. They've done some subtle stuff. There's been some subtle jabs, but they're not like straight up just calling them out on the airwaves. So I don't know, man. Uh, You know what? You know, I I think that you and I, you and I bring broadcast journalism to a, a higher level. Not really, but. Oh, you got one of those do words. You remember right? that? Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, that really awesome college kid. Boom goes the dynamite. Oh yeah, yeah I did that and once on one of our. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. 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 Well, that's pretty much the sound I made after watching AEW's Revolution. Holy mm. shit! Did you? I, let me let me ask you. Because of that, can you recall? Anything in that match? I can't. I can't remember anything. They, I think uh, it was Bully Ray tweeted. Vince McMahon said it best. They always remember the ending. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Eddie when the King horse come coming in. Coming there would have. Oh my god, dude! First, ah! horse <laughs> running around. <laughs> <laughs> I like her idea. Oh, man, that's amazing. Oh, my God. So here's the thing, man. I think the whole art, if the explosion went off as planned, holy shit, what an ending with Eddie Kingston in coming to save his friend. Now, only Eddie could have saved it the way he did on Dynamite, talking about... Man, I, I, I feel like when you do Eddie Kingston, you have to you have to do his his uh his uh yeah like his uh, not dialect, you know what I mean? but, uh, like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah but like the when I was in Sing Sing, that's what I thought. I was like, dude, the power, the passion. He goes, and I had anxiety. And what did I text you? I go, only motherfucker who could get over anxiety on TV. And you're like, shit, that works. Yeah, right. For him, yeah, <laughs> it was too perfect. Uh, the whole, I mean, I, I think it was funny that Moxley goes, went all the way to Revolution, all I got was this t-shirt. The whole, it was really, it just, that's, it made me not all care they, about that entire match. I don't remember yeah. the match at all. So I do remember the beginning, like the beginning, they really did do good jobs of teasing the barbed wire, like trying to throw them into the barbed yeah. wire and then stopping and catching themselves. I think that build was good, but yeah, it was, uh, as Cornette would call it, because hey, what would it be a top of wrestling episode without a Cornette reference? It's a popcorn fart. All they had to do was line pyro up on the on the front of the hard cam, so it covered. So when the pyro went off, it covered the ring, so you couldn't see what was happening in the middle of the ring, and you could have cut out right there. You right. could have ended the pay per view that way, and and then you could have even like feigned some aftermath footage, right? Lots of smoke in the building, Kingston, you know, you know, you fucking rub some charcoal on him real quick to make it look like there's ash all over. There's so much shit you could have done. Dude, you're throwing money away. Dude, Tony Khan has bought the, the rights to Old 66, right, for the Luke Harbor, the Brody Lee tribute, right? Now they bought, what's the that song, Tarzan, song, yep. Tarzan for fucking Jungle Boy. And they bought <laughs> Where's My Mind by the Pixies. For fucking Orange Cassidy. Thanks for ruining that good song. So, with all that money, you're pissing away. But they can't. Yeah. You can't set off some fucking fireworks? 
call call Gilbert's people. At least they had better sparklers than that. It made it look like when Eddie laid there after the sparklers went off, it made it look like he ate paint chips as a kid. You know, it's it was just when it when it goes to fireworks. I'll tell you what, you can get a good look at your butcher's ass by sticking your head up there, but wouldn't you rather take his word for it? All right, no, I shoot one in there, sorry. Yeah, it's got to be your bull. <laughs> oh, dude. So, um, I don't know. It was just, it was a very bad ending. I thought the pay-per-view altogether was just way too long. I dozed off. Out. I dozed Jericho, off at one point. Yeah, same here, yeah. dude. In Jericho, MJF, in the box, I was like, this is just, it was not good. And it was things happening to happen. Um, yeah, and the Bucks thing actually on the card, I I kind of actually liked the cinematic tag team match. Oh, that they was did fantastic. a good job with Sting, that was Darby, fantastic. And what did I? Who did I say was going to come out of this looking like a million dollars? Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky Starks, and he did, dude. That whole throwing the baseball bat up to the rafters and then Darby throwing it back down to him later, I was like, now oh, that was some good shit right there, dude. That was amazing. Best part of the, I think, of the whole pay per view. Again, I can't say I really liked the barbed wire match because of that. Yeah, it was all right. It was good, but meh. Um, but besides that, you know who had a better match? One that stood out to me: Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. They headline a dynamite. They were the main event, rightfully so, in a lights-out match. And motherfucker. Oh, my God. If you are not a fan of either one of them, right? watch this match. Britt Holy Baker, shit. Britt dude. Baker, that we've watched her turn into Blossom. this dynamic heel who's just fantastic. That first night, I remember, we, we it's at, we've got it. It's in one of our episodes. You know, Go look it up. Mm-hmm. It was the night she turned heel, and we cringed. We cringed about how bad her her promo was, and we joked the next week. Shivani, we I joked the it. next week about Adam Cole must have just sat her down and been like, "Listen, just be a dick like you are to me, and you'll be fine." And like that, <laughs> like that, she should be the woman's and champ. She, she should be. looked in the camera. Oh, absolutely. How she isn't yet is beyond me. But when she looked directly in the camera with all of that blood on her face, I go, that look, that was a stone cold looking blood, iconic face moment. You're going to see that on Dynamite Television for the rest of the And it's not the first one she's had. long they go. It's not the first one she's had. No, not like that. But, oh, my God, it was such a, way better than I thought than the, Barbed wire exploding sprinkler. 69 uh, me, Don. Sparkler. 69 me, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. Oh, my God. See, that's why we don't talk about them anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the IWGP and Intercontinental title has officially been merged into the Divas title, which I think <laughs> is fantastic. Way to bring that back. That's a callback, bro. Hey, insight, insight that me and the professor had a phone call and he's like, dude, did you see the new IWGP? I said the Divas title and yeah. And, and then there's also a great picture of that title on Cody's neck. Because it looks also like his <laughs> his neck tattoo. 
I'm still waiting for that to wash off one day. And he was like, ah, I got you all that. It wasn't real. I've got like, what made you think that choice <laughs> or that spot was a good one? There's the one it's Cody with his neck tattoo. It says, I love you. And then the divas title, it says, let's have a baby nine months later, the IWGP title. <laughs> But that's not even it's the amazing. Bi- I love it. But that's not even the biggest news. The biggest news is out of fucking nowhere. And I was listening to one of our old podcasts, and you mentioned this. Will Ospreay defeats Kota Ibushi. Yep, yep. And you got the picture. The Empire, I believe, is the name of their of his uh, stable. In- oh, Empire. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, and apparently yep. he like kicked and that has in the tits. your boy Jeff Cobb in there too. Oh, nice. Wait, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> he uh he like knocked out B Priestley. I said he kicked her in the dick. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I guess that's just it how was, much of a Well, I heard is. she's gonna possibly be signing not here, I heard she's also possibly signing here, with WWE. But here <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you like that. If I want to kiss, I would have called your mother. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um <laughs> But all right, yeah, so Will Ospreay becomes the champ at uh Genesis just this past uh, weekend. Yeah. And now the next big match is Okada versus Will Ospreay for the title. Dude, this is amazing. Now, one other thing that I thought was great, Will goes to Twitter and says calling out CM Punk basically saying you know, you're saying you were the best in the world. He goes, you were the best of that product or what, or that group of what you were in, but you're not the best in the world until you come over here and compete for this. And I was like, oh, my God. He's got a it's point. It's not going to happen, but good for you. Oh, absolutely. You were the best in the WWE world. I'll give you that. But then Dan O'Brien was equally as good, I think, having matches, and he's still doing it. Yep. Hey, he's in WrestleMania this weekend. And um, <sighs> I completely just spaced on what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, so on, on Twitter, I thought you were going to say something else. AJ Styles went on to congratulate oh. him when he was the IWGP and he had another title because Osprey's also the Evolve champion. The Rev Pro, uh, Rev Pro yeah. championship. Yeah. Rev Pro. Yeah. So and, The British and, championship that we've seen yep. Yep. there in uh, IWGP. Uh, yep. And uh, and Osprey, you know, responded in kind, basically saying thanks for all the guidance and shit like that. So, fucking awesome, 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 awesome shit. We, amazing. We amazing. have sang Osprey's uh, praise for Osprey for quite some time. Uh, well deserved. Very excited to see where this goes. Him and Okada will be a banger. We already know it. Eh, he seems like a nice guy, but you know, one thing I I have to say is he. <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember, like, last year we were reporting that he was, like, in a depression? You know what I mean? Like, that he was, yeah. like, having, like, yeah. issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, the guy just had to get back to wrestling, man. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe if that's what it was. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that he is back and kicking ass, man. I mean, that's – I didn't expect him to take the world title. I didn't expect Ibushi to drop it this fast. Yeah. However – Man, now that opens up a couple of doors, though. Now, oh my God, could you imagine Omega and Osprey? Because they're already kind of look. Remember, we already thought it was going to be Ibushi and Omega because how things right. have been looking with all the merging of Impact and all that stuff. So, man, could you imagine Osprey and Omega? That would be crazy. 
That'd be crazy. And Omega's getting set up. I mean, the prophecy is in, in, in motion. I mean, he's going to be going for the Impact Championship. It already seems like that's written in stone at this point. So maybe they're going to maybe they're going to finish. He makes wrestling matches for the American wrestling fans because <laughs> that's who he is and that's who he cares about. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. Another, you know, but what the American public doesn't know is what makes them the American public. So. Oh, tough luck. Get drunk on me. Use the bucket to ice down your marbles. Your Z. <laughs> All right. Went a little heavy on the pine deodorant, didn't you? <laughs> the taxi cab air freshener. Yeah, you identified the source. Step two is getting it off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's the man. Oh. <sighs> He could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman wearing white gloves. <laughs> All right, man. So there's one new thing that we are bringing to you guys this season. Now that we have gotten rid of Wednesday Night Wars, well, we do still. We're going to keep up with watching what we can when we can. So we got to be able to talk about certain things, whether it's a positive or a negative. So now this season we're bringing to you for the first time ever, bring it to the table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh my god! This week, what I want to bring to the table is we are seconds away from WrestleMania, and they pulled the plug on the very best stable that has been in WWE all year, the Hurt Business. Please tell me this is a swerve for WrestleMania. That's what I want to bring to the table this week, is that I cannot believe that WWE killed that. Batista went to Twitter and was like, how the hell do they kill something that was so good? Everyone's pissed about it. Drew, I saw in an interview, made a mention. He goes, he goes I'm keeping my eyes peeled just in case there's going to be new Hurt Business members or something like that, but... I really, really hope it was the Hurt Business can't be at ringside. So if you fire them from the Hurt Business, they can come and help you win. It's at least my hopes. I don't know, man. But that's what I'm bringing to the table this week is the Hurt Business. How about you, ODM? All right. You know, I was completely unprepared for this because I brought this idea up and I completely forgot to do something for it. But I've got something I can talk about because I've been in, in preparation and in excitement for getting back to doing this. I went back and listened to some old episodes and there's something mm -hmm. that's a recurring theme that we probably brought up several times during our run so far. And that's Nyla Rose. Is that we didn't steal the logo. <coughs> there's that Sorry. too. There's that too. Does this suit make me look fat? <laughs> fat guy. No, your face does. All right, please tell me, where, right. where were you going with Nyla this? Nyla Rose and the continued floundering of the women's division. Listen, right now you've got Britt Baker. You've got Thunder Rosa. Something happened to Ivelisse. Uh, she's in the crowd singing, but she's never there. Nyla Rose got beat by Tay Conti the other mm -hmm. night. So figure that one out. By the way, did you see... Negative one, the picture of negative one looking at Tay Conti yes. after she won. <laughs> it's like, poor kid, you got to give him a pass on that one. <laughs> Yo, Tay Conti. All right, just... all right, thoughts, thoughts. Um, so, 
Yeah, Nyla Rose. I'm sorry. Hey, hey no. I can't just. I can't. No, uh, no you say can't. something is nice. <laughs> no, it's the not whistling. like I was going to be watching it's the vision. <laughs> it's the. Mm, mm. It's like you're licking your fingers, <laughs> like you just ate some KFC or some shit. That's got to go. Damn, that was some good shit. <laughs> I thought it was a trash can. Oh, that's the wrong movie. Never mind. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's my bring it to Did the table. Is tangents to see coming to America too? No, I'm not gonna bother. Dear shit, it was more disappointing than what I thought I was gonna be with disappointed. But when you just said when you just said I thought it was trash, yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that. Like I thought it was donation, right? <laughs> I thought it was trash. Anyway, so uh. Yeah, I, I, you're right, man. The women's division, you could be doing so many great things, but and you've got talent I don't there. know what they're, yeah. And you got Serena Deeb, who's like, I don't know, man. Up. The three of them. Which I think she's under NWA, isn't she? Oh, no, wait, Serena signed with AEW, didn't she? I thought so, yeah. But she is the NWA champ, hmm. so. And that's fine, let her be the Look, NWA man, champ. man, I, I got to say this. I think the sizzle of the revolution in women's wrestling is is gone out because man tell me one thing besides thunder rosa and Britt baker that you've actually been excited about at all jade Across cargill the board, man, because even she, wwe sucks jade cargill because she's a train wreck <laughs> i okay, can't look yep. away and she is one exactly. scary looking woman dude she is yeah. built like a motherfucker. Oh, shit. While we were away. <laughs> That's right. And wait a minute. That's not even the best part. Shaq going through a table wasn't the best part. The best part was the unexplained disappearance from the back of the ambulance. Yep. Yep. That was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, amateurs. It's amateurs. I give them a D and, plus. You know, they don't give out a lot of D pluses, you know. <laughs> and the crowd <laughs> had pictures of him leaving the ambulance, like, when they cut away. Like, never went back to it, never explained it. Nope, Shaq just disappeared out of the back. You know why? Because it was Shaq's idea. It was literally Shaq's idea. That's how much of a mark Tony Khan is. Listen. We said it from the beginning. Our first episode, we said it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It's a good time to complain about shit because I think Tony Khan's like on a big Adderall kick or some shit, man, because nothing makes sense anymore, and we're few and far in between the good shit in AEW. NXT, too, for I that matter. Like it started when he started putting his, his own face on TV. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I feel like... After that, it just all went downhill. Every, well, that's all been downhill the whole time. I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's right, man. We canceled Wednesday Night Wars. However, we feel, we told you, this is the top of wrestling podcast. And you know what sucks? Is that podcasts were not around in 1996 when the, when the real wars got started. When WCW started going head-to-head with WWF, you know, the World Wildlife Foundation. No, I I actually miss calling it WWF. Let me just say that. Anyway. Um, we can say whatever the fuck we want. We decided 
Yeah, we can't, we're going to call it that because guess what? We're going back to the days where it was okay to call it that. We are going to start reliving the Monday Night Wars. Now, how are we going to do that? Well, it just happened to be perfectly set up with our uh, calendar that it's pretty much, we're going to be saying, this day or this week in Monday Night Wars history, which is really cool. Um, give or take a date or two or something like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? Will we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah. You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the battle lines have been drawn! Degeneration X invades WCW tonight! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Have a nice day! I got you! Man, oh man, am I glad that not only we decided to do this, I am glad that we decided to do this before the end of last season, because now (laughs) we had some time to sit back and watch a lot of Raw and Nitro, because (laughs) decided to come in and edit everything. And let me tell you right now, the editors at are dealing with People like New Jack, Val Venus, Blackface with DX, all that shit. They are erasing a lot of history. Hey, but it's for the better. The 2021, you know, format standards. I get it. However, it's going to be kind of weird when some of these, they're going to take away the kind choppy, choppy, your pee pee. But hey, they got right to censor. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah, they're okay. Oh my god, that meme I sent you. Uh, it was like <laughs> Roman Reigns looking all beat up and sweaty looking. And it said, This is what the editor looks like at Peacock right now for looking at all the new Jack content. <laughs> when he hears of a like, guy called true, New Jack. That's true, man. <laughs> yeah, already hears of a guy called New Jack. <laughs> Look at so we're revisiting the Monday Night Wars, man, you know, because, you know, just like that bumper said in the future, what do we become assholes or something? Well, yeah, kind of. Wrestling sucks nowadays, man. It's not fun. I just went back and started watching uh, a couple of clips of, like, WrestleMania 36, just kind of remembering, putting myself in that mind frame. I go, oh, my God, the silence. Holy shit. I go, it's been a long year. Everything has just sucked. I mean, At least Rey Mysterio was thrown off of a fucking building, lost an eye, and now him and his son are, <laughs> like, going for tag team titles probably. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, it's thrown a lot off of, weird of a shit. building. That's right. And then was in the number one contenders match the next night on Raw, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of weird (laughs) shit. You know, (sighs) so we're talking about Raw and Nitro. And we're kicking it off today. Right now is April 7th. That's true. Today's April 7th. And this Monday Night Wars happened on April 8th of 1996. And guess who won the war that night? (laughs) WWF. (laughs) 
Why? Because WCW didn't have a show. What's funny, though, because as we get into watching these every week, listening to Eric Bischoff, it's the only live wrestling show. We're not taped like that other show. And you're like, holy shit. Like, they were throwing digs. But I'm like, well, they weren't going to have a show. They just weren't going to have a show. They're not going to tape one, apparently. Huh. So, man, let's talk about Monday night, April 8th, 1996. Take it away, ODM. Yeah, this this is great. This is nostalgia. This is just fun. A little bit of a breakup to the normal commentary this week. We've got Vince McMahon and Mr. Perfect on commentary. Uh, We'll get back to one of my favorite Mr. Perfect commentary comments of all time uh, coming up. Uh, first match, mm-hmm. the newly arriving Vader with Jim Cornette in his corner uh, took on Yokozuna, who is face at this point, uh, still with Mr. Fuji. Uh, Yoko uh, hit a nice Samoan drop on <laughs> Vader earlier. Than, what's that? Why were you laughing? Oh, I was laughing at the fact that uh, Mr. Fuji was waving an American flag. Yes, he was. I think. <laughs> yeah, that part I didn't remember. It's like, okay, you got a Samoan guy playing a Japanese guy and a Japanese guy who used to wave the Japanese flag, but now he's waving the American flag. Booking. <laughs> Yo, I'm amazed how fast you just did that. That was really good. Hey, you know, one thing you said about Mr. Perfect and, and uh, Vince McMahon. Let me tell you, the nostalgia got me within 10 seconds when they go, it's 857, that's right. I go, oh, my God, they used to start at three minutes before nine because they wanted to get your attention off of other shows. They used to start at, like, 857 oh, back in the day. I, I forgot that. all about that. But, man, dude, the nostalgia, you're not kidding. And then this match, yeah, you're right. It was a – dude, for the first match that we're going to watch in Monday Night Wars, Vader and Yokozuna, I go, oh, we're off and running, dude. Let's do this. Yeah. Yoko, listen, it was a slow match that didn't last very long, but it was all about setting up Vader's dominance, and they did exactly that in a short amount of time. Uh, Yoko hit a really great Samoan drop on Vader, which is impressive because Vader's a big boy, obviously. So, uh, But it was a nice-looking move. We've always said Yoko could go in the ring. Uh, it ends with Cornette holding Yoko's leg and Vader doing several Vader bombs onto his leg. Dude. Yoko's selling broke his leg was in mm-hmm. he just was screaming the entire time the best part though for me was before they I went to- literally have awesome sell job I literally have that written down as <laughs> awesome sell job Yoko because I, I remembered watching it as a kid and I was like huh all right and the next part you're gonna bring up I remember fondly but <laughs> I didn't remember that selling, and I was like, "That's wow, it was really, really good." You just, but no one ever hurt Yoko like that, so that's sure. why you never had to see him sell like that. But that's a big boy, you know. He breaks a limb, especially one of the ones you have to use to walk. Get me down. How's he getting out of the ring, man? How are they getting him out of there? What happened next? <laughs> so obviously, you get all the officials coming down to ringside, and they're calling for a stretcher. So they bring this small-ass ambulance-sized stretcher down, and as soon as they wheel it down, I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, they're just going to cut to commercial and mm-hmm. show him somewhere in the back. No, when they come back from commercial, they have him on a pallet on a forklift. Literally. That's how they're getting yep. him out. I was like, yo, this is like... 
do you remember in What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yes. When the mom dies, they're like, well, either we have to burn the house down or they have to take her out with a forklift. I was like, holy shit. And WWE's like, I like the forklift idea. Can't burn down the ring. That was the first match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Awesome sell job. It was cool. I liked it. The whole thing of even being brought back in the forklift, I go, wow, they, this is a multiple segment opener. Oh, and it is. I was in, man. It was it was cool. And it, it was is. Good. It is. Uh, and something that I completely forgot about, and you want to talk about timing. You want to about talking, and we couldn't have timed this any better if we had tried. It's the return of the- Well, op- hang on. Wait, wait. Before oh. you say that. Good. Warrior. There you go. Okay, well, you already had the ultimate warrior. No, I was going to say, before you get to there, um, if you guys don't remember, this is two weeks shy, or not shy, after WrestleMania 12. Yes. And at WrestleMania 12, we had a new champ in Shawn Michaels and the return of, yes, the ultimate warrior. Didn't want to spoil that on you. My bad. No, I, no, I, that's I was fine. Kinda, I, wanted we got to bring, there. I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring people up to speed. You know, <laughs> we actually should have mentioned it beforehand. Yes, this was uh, the big thing. Obviously, was uh, Shawn Michaels defeating Bret Hart for the title and all the fallout with Diesel and Bret. But we're gonna get there today and over the weeks. Oh yeah, we will. So. Uh, so McMahon but leaves. Ultimate comp- Warrior comes out for an interview, baby. Yep. And it's weird, man, because. It seemed like he was forming mo- more coherent promos, but he was still kind of doing the voice. Like, it was almost a little watered down from what it was the first time around. That's kind of like the feeling that I got. It was a little this weird. Was, it was like, I'm going to talk more normal. It was like more scripted, I feel yes, like. Yes, yes, very much more scripted. But Mr. Perfect, the line of the night. Mr. McMahon says, where have you been for the last three years? And Mr. Perfect, without missing a beat, goes, in Montana, where all the lunatics live. <laughs> it was so, it was perfect. Oh, <laughs> it was perfect. That's a good one. The only thing that I want to say. I actually, in this, my, my notes are, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Because, huh? like, what do you really get out of a warrior interview? Until I was like, Man, I remember this very well. Now, one thing I'm going to tell you is that we're going to kind of we're going to bring nostalgia into this, right? We're going to talk about what happened, almost like it was live for for you guys. But also, do you remember where you were at that time? I remember watching this in my parents' basement because I will never forget seeing Weird versus Weird in the ring as now Goldust comes out to confront Ultimate Warrior. Dude, do you want to talk about? That was smart. Like that book, that was really smart booking. Mm-hmm. I like that. I actually, looking at it, I was like, this is really good. But, you know, I don't think Warrior was going to be a mainstay at that point. We'll find out. No, but it worked <laughs> because you knew Dustin was a good hand in the ring and could go with with with, with Warrior. Um, the only thing that I have on this, uh, besides Marlena actually truly smoking a cigar, because you could actually smoke indoors back then without, you know, repercussion. I know. Uh, was the cringe. Because you put Goldust, who's supposed to be this androgynous, you know, almost non-heterosexual person in the ring with somebody who, after the fact, we found out was not very fond of the LGBTQ plus community. 
So that was a little bit cringy. Oh my god, that's right. I forgot all about that. So a lot of what he was saying. Yeah, he probably, has some cringy interviews online. If you ever look into it's that, it's bad shit. It's bad shit. Which is why it shouldn't be the Warrior Award. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. a that's a story for another time. Um, so you had mentioned a multiple. <laughs> um, uh, I actually have. I, I I do have one thing written here that I thought you'd appreciate. Because Goldust, man, his thing back then was quoting movie lines and, and things like that and talking about movies. He would fit in with the Top of Wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Marlino smoking hot. That's all I have there for that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Going back, we, uh, we get a revisit to the Vader-Yoko thing where Yoko still on the uh, pallet, on the forklift, and Vader continues his assault backstage. Yoko continuing to sell like mad. Uh, good shit. Uh, next, we get Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeating Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Yeah, I mean, yep, we're still in a character territory at this time. We haven't taken that departure quite yet. Uh, the beginning of the match is hilarious uh, because the first couple of minutes, Triple H is selling like HBK against Hogan. He used to be, yeah, he used to be a bumper off of, like, every post and rail, man. Like, he was, when he was a jobber heel, he was good at being thrown around. And I, I actually wrote that. I go, his selling's actually pretty good. <laughs> it was insane. The only other thing that I have is during this match, they recap basically Sable breaking out. Uh, Sable slapping Triple H into the crowd in the, while, they were in, while he was in the crowd and... Uh, Mark Merrow pretty much rescuing her from uh, Triple H and uh, setting up that feud moving forward. So, and if and if you need to, yep. And if you remember at WrestleMania 12 backstage, Todd Pettengill was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the newest member, the Marvel or the Wild Man, Mark Merrow." Now he was Johnny B. Bad in WCW, and then yep. he came over, and they only just had him do an interview. And Triple H walks backstage after getting his ass handed to him by the Warrior in a, a squash fashion and bumps into Marrow, and they both kind of start scuffling around. And that night, the girl who went to the ring with Triple H was also Sable. So it, it was well-placed how they're starting this feud. And remember, Sable is, in real life, Mark Marrow's wife at this time. At the, yep. So, it, yep, and, and, you know, she's coming in with him at the same time and getting the whole thing started. Man, I can't wait until we start talking about the next couple of weeks, too, because I forgot how fucking good of a wrestler Mark Merrill was. Oh, hell yeah. I loved Johnny B. Bad. I, he's one person I just tend to forget about because fucking sable outshined him too much man that you just don't remember him anymore because of her <laughs> and it's hilarious because in late 95 he was the wcw television champion in a feud mm -hmm. with ddp and involving stealing his valet so i mean yep. it was almost the same exact storyline when he jumped the booty over, woman so yeah the booty babe who is kimberly page the booty babe, that's right. We'll talk about that All right, next week. man, wow. Yeah, we got a lot of good <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah, that's true. So one other thing that happened <laughs> is after WrestleMania, the next night, so this would have been last week, 
Yep. Again, we just, you know, we're starting at the same time that we could with the syncing up of our actual dates for this week in history or this week in Monday Night War history. Well, last week, we got the weirdest, most deranged debut of all time as The Undertaker is attacked by mankind. I will never forget the... I like the screaming, which is like, the, remember me, asshole? <laughs> 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 but man, it's, dude, it was so good to re-see all that. And I go, oh my God, I'm excited. Here we go, baby. So now they're recapping what happened that last week. They're showing us that mankind beat the living shit out of him. Um, and who was Taker facing in that match when it was interrupted? I don't know. Bradshaw. Oh. I actually am kind of curious of something. Why do I have... Oh, no. It says, Mr. Perfect had a great line. Free Willy. Yoko. So he must have said something about Yoko. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, we had a uh, an arm wrestling contest. I forgot... WWE's known for those every now and then. Why not start off our Monday Night Wars with having one of those as well? British Bulldog against Ahmed Johnson. Owen comes to the ringside with Bulldog, and Owen is funny as shit, dude. Over the top, hysterical. Um, And then they had that whole table spot in the corner. It was a really, really good segment because of Owen. Yep. Owen was fantastic. Owen was healing it up the whole time. He's he's like, oh no 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 no, your elbow's not in the right place. You're like, hey no no no, he's greased up. No, that's not fair. No, you, what are you trying to cheat? It's fantastic. Ends up getting kicked out. This is the time where they every time British Bulldog was out there, they had to point out that Diana was at ringside. Oh my god, it was annoying every the shit out of me. I forgot about that too. Time. And she had the worst facial. Well, because that's going to come into play. I feel like down the road. Oh too, yeah, obviously. Either yeah. way, it's. Um, it's but, but it's annoying either way. Yeah, Bulldog ends up beating down Ahmed after um, the table. They Ahmed gets thrown into a table twice, and it doesn't break. But when you look at the table, you can see the oil spill that's covering it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. That's, that's what made me laugh. I was like, ah, maybe you were slipping off of it too much. <laughs> oh, they didn't do a lot of table spots um, back then. At least was- WWE didn't. No, no, that was that was probably. I mean, we know we had the Brett and Diesel one just months earlier in this, but still, right. it was it, it was a good one. I liked it. Um, and then for our main event, holy shit! Shawn Michaels versus Jerry the <laughs> King Lawler. I go, oh my god, man! What year am I watching right <laughs> exactly. now? Exactly. Diesel comes to ringside. In an HBK shirt. Fucking awesome. <laughs> but did you... And after... Or, wait, well, you got something? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, McMahon asks him, why are you wearing an HBK shirt? And he goes, mm-hmm. because I'm in the click, isn't everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He, uh... In his full... I mean, he's been healed for a little bit now, especially with his feud that he just had with Taker at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, he turned on Michaels at a house show, I think, or, yeah, MSG. He had turned on Michaels at MSG a week or two before. 
Oh, okay. A week or two All right. ago. So, and now here we are uh, after Michaels gets the win. Diesel comes in, beats the living shit out of Sean. So we are now setting up for our pay-per-view coming up, which is Good Friends, Bitter Enemies. And right now we're going to have Goldust versus The Ultimate Warrior. And we're going to have Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. Holy shnikes. And uh, Mr. Getting off and running. So, yeah, Mr. Perfect it, 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 actually got insane. in the action, too. He threw the title to Diesel to get him knocked out, which was nice, even though Perfect wasn't wrestling. Get him in there. Let him get involved. I didn't. I I actually forgot that he did that too because he was on commentary. Why did you think he would even do that? Yep. Oh man, shut up, ODM. <laughs> Sinner. Well, it's generally used to be our favorite time of the year. But I, I don't know how excited you are compared to any other year. Um, I feel like I'm less excited for this year's WrestleMania than I was for last year. And with everything going on with coronavirus, I had very, very, very little hope in last year's WrestleMania. This year we're going to have fans. Yeah. And, you know, before we really dive into this topic... They're not going to have a kickoff show match because they want the very first entrance to be a right. surreal thing a for pop. all the fans. Yeah. Thank you. Smart S- move. Actually, SmackDown is actually so. It's actually like a what, like a six day event because you've got Takeover Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. SmackDown is technically the pre show. They've already uh, sold it that way. And then Saturday, Sunday. But is... the question is: is it is it in the stadium? That I don't know. But, I mean, okay. just look at it as, like, I, WrestleMania if, week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're doing way too much in way too many days. But let's get it going, baby. It's season three, first top topic. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... I know it's WrestleMania, and generally, I would probably say it right, but I gotta be honest with you. If you had that one SmackDown vs. Raw game, there is a spot in the back where Santino Morello is just walking around singing the song incorrectly, and that's how I like to sing it. So it's WrestleMania weekend, woohoo, baby! That's right, WrestleMania, not just weekend, week, because I mean, 
even if it, it's starting tonight with Wednesday night for NXT. And then you got to go all the way into but the Raw after Mania. So it's really going to be a very, very long week of wrestling. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we're going to have a match or two that at least are worth watching. We're going to start to run down the card. Do me a favor, ODM. Do me a favor. I want you to read uh, at least the NXT's card for tonight. And uh, by reading, I mean, yeah, it's top to bottom, left to right. You know, go ahead. You got it. All right, all right, all right. Do we want to do predictions as we go along, or do we want to circle back? We'll circle back. Let's just get the list of who's wrestling tonight. All right. So, we got Pete Dunn versus Kushida. We have MSK versus the Grizzled Young Vets. And versus Legado del Fantasmo for the NXT Tag Titles. We've got Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Brunson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight versus Dexter Loomis in a gauntlet match. Uh, the winner will face Gargano on night two. We've got Valter versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT UK title. And Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT women's title. Hmm. Well... I'm going to go ahead and I'll just go down my... Well, we'll just start with the first match there, man. Pete Dunne and Kushida, I don't care. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great match. Uh, but I, I, like I, when I say uh, I don't care, I mean, like, I don't mean I don't care about the match. I mean, I don't care who wins. It's going to be a great match. Um, have you seen the picture of Pete Dunne from, like, just a little bit prior to COVID or maybe before, like, I don't know, whatever it was and what he looks like now? The dude is fucking jacked. I thought he was going to be a part of the gauntlet match because I was hoping that it would be him or Kushida versus Johnny Gargano. I'm not really a fan of the list of the names that we got for this gauntlet match, but I'm going to go ahead and say Pete Dunne takes the win on this one either way. Yeah. Agreed. I, I don't see it going any other way. Kushida's been one of those guys that, you know, he wins enough to to make you think that he's always in contention, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but he's really had no clear path uh, to root for or against him. Uh, Pete Dunn's a monster. He's a superstar. He could easily be NXT champion. So he takes the win. Totally. And you notice that in both nights, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch are not anywhere on these cards so they could play a factor in this match being that they are in pete dunn's corner yeah i think one of them uh, for the next match oh okay i didn't know that all right then that probably makes more sense uh the tag team titles legato del fantasmo versus the grizzled young vets versus msk uh you're gonna have to remind me how did we get here why are the tag titles vacant i think it's because uh, one of lorkin and birch got hurt I could be completely wrong, oh. but I mean, it shows you how much attention. Wow, look at that. Playing. Look at that segue. That could yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised MSK, uh, if MSK doesn't take the titles on this. I'm with you. Okay. They, they won the Dusty Cup t uh, tournament. Uh, so. Exactly. Um, the next match, so we have Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Dexter Loomis taking on Gargano for night two. I think it's the last name I just mentioned. I think it's going to be Dexter Loomis. 
This is where we disagree. Uh, Loomis. I want I want Bronson Reed. Right, I'm but picking. I'm telling you the prediction I'm is. With, I'm picking Bronson okay. Reed. Okay, fair enough. I would like it to be him, but I have a feeling they're probably going to go with Dexter Loomis first. You're probably right. I just have a feeling. Yep. If WWE wants to, you know, take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, they're going to do it at least right here. They will indeed. They got time. I'm starting to pick up your sarcasm. We got Champa. I should hope so. I'm laying it on pretty thick. (laughs) Hey, you know, speaking of uh, a wrestler who was in NXT, Andrade, he was released from WWE uh, while we've been away as well. And. Notice Charlotte Flair is not even on the WrestleMania poster for WrestleMania. Yeah. She's not just poster. She's not in the card. Yep. And Andrade did a nice shoot interview basically saying he'll go after Kenny Omega. And and he hashtagged uh, La Sombra. La La Sombra. Good. Yep. Which is Roosh and Los Ingobernables. Everybody in uh, RO8. Yep. Yep. So basically, hey, hey, Andre, you're Andrade, you forgot your wife. <laughs> so Walter is defending his title against Champa. Vata. This will probably be the, uh, I think, the match of the night. Does someone not UK win the UK title? Yeah. Because if he wins it, does Champa go to the UK? Because we still have this pandemic going on. So I think it's only going to make sense for Walter to uh, retain. Agreed. But I'd mark out to see Champa win. Sure. <laughs> sure. I think it's just a good showcase because Champa can take the beating and be realistic in yep. his chances to actually win. But ultimately, I think Walter keeps. Go back to season one of top of wrestling and we talked a lot about dakota kai and raquel gonzalez and i said raquel is the diesel right diesel to sean michaels and she's gonna be she's gonna be something and now she is challenging io shirai in the main event of night one for takeover stand and deliver stand delivers a great movie by the way edward james almost and Lou Diamond Phillips. So anyway, uh, I think they go with the upset. I think Raquel takes the win. Wow. Yeah, I don't see it. I I don't think Raquel's ready yet. Um, you know, I think it's going to stay on Shirai. Well, I guess we don't have to agree with each other all the no. time. All right, man. Night two. What happens here? Uh, I guess we don't have to make you read it, it just to go through each one. But we'll just go ahead and say, uh, while we were away. The uh, NXT Tag Team Women's Titles were created, and Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart are now defending their titles against The Way, who is uh, Candice LeRae and her friend. Yeah, who's he? What's it? God damn it! Yeah, okay. So then, uh, in that match, I think Ember Moon and Shotzi retain. I don't think they're going to lose the titles. Anyway. Agreed. Cruiserweight ladder match. Basically a unification match because Santos Escobar has been the interim cruiserweight title holder, right? 
Jordan never lost it before the pandemic. And he was stripped of it. Pretty much the only guy to actually be stripped of the title throughout all the pandemic, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, Walter got to keep it the whole time. He didn't defend his. You know what Carrying I mean? Like, Cross, like, but that was injury. That was an injury. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, when a person stripped because of pandemic purposes okay. and non-traveling was Jordan Devlin. Yeah. So if he doesn't come out of this match with the win, I'm actually pissed off. Sure. Personally. I think Santa. He was just on a high rise. Do you remember how mm-hmm. much we were talking about yep. him? Like, he was doing great as soon as uh, right before the pandemic happened. Yeah, I think Santos is going to keep it. Oh, okay. All right. Now, the North American title match, Johnny Gargano defending against whoever he is facing. Could this be our title switch of the week for at least NXT? Because we don't think Walter's going to lose it. You think EO's probably going to hold on to it. Those other ones, if it's a vacant one and the cruiserweight one, I'm kind of calling those as a, a, a washout on that. But on our title matches... I don't think that Finn Balor is going to lose to to Karrion Cross. I don't think Cross is going to win it. So I think whoever wins the gauntlet beats Gargano. That's where I'm going with this. Yep, I agree. I think Gargano is going to drop it. I wouldn't mind seeing Karrion Cross get the title back that he didn't we'll lose. We'll get there. But yeah, I don't think he needs it. But the match that I think I think is going to be the match off the rockers the match for, for the match for probably all of WrestleMania week. If I, we could probably put money on this Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby in an unsanctioned match. Lots of things I got to say on this. If you have not watched any of their stuff from ring of honor, when they fought each other, one of them we talked about, here on this show because we did our top uh, Ring of Honor matches. He or uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly had a hybrid fighting rules match where it was basically strong style punches were allowed to the face. Adam Cole had teeth knocked out. Then you fast forward a couple years later, Adam Cole is the world champ and Kyle O'Reilly beats him at final battle. I mean, it, it and they fought in the Tokyo Dome uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. This is huge i'm excited about this match and i think one of the main reasons you make it unsanctioned we are going to be seeing bobby fish and and, uh roderick strong you can't tell me that those guys roddy's nowhere on the card for the week either bobby's probably hurt again (laughs) he gets hurt like big show turns it's it's a tricep yeah jeez that dude he needs to be in bubble wrap Remember how worried we well we, we could we really watch it. it with what we happened in War Games yeah but there w- but we watched it at War Games we're like he's gonna get hurt God damn it he's gonna, was a freak he's accident get hurt. too it wasn't anything like you know yep so yeah um so, so I got, don't care who wins this match uh, not caring is different from making a prediction if Adam Cole does not all of a sudden have a brand new faction that just comes in out of nowhere to to back him up I think Kyle takes the win. Yeah, I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. He needs the win, especially after two Finn Balor losses. It wouldn't be a a bad idea to make him win that one. Um, he's showing that he is a strong singles competitor. 
going over Adam Cole, who was a two-time NXT champion, that pushes O'Reilly huge. So, yeah, I'd like to see O'Reilly win. But I have a feeling Cole's going to do something dirty, man. I, I, yo, We haven't found out anything from Bobby Fish on this whole thing. What if he sides with Adam Cole? Could be. What if Roddy still is doing it, too? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a crazy match. It's going to be. And yeah. I think it's going to be outstanding. Now, here is a question I have. Now, I know that both of these shows are going to be on the network. And the WWE Network is gone, and the the one that stands alone on its on itself, I guess. Um, but the Wednesday night one that is still going to be on the USA Network, but also on the Network. So I would assume probably you want to watch it on the the network because then commercial free. I would assume if you're on oh. Premium Plus, like myself. Hmm. Can you do me a favor? Just when it comes on tonight, can you just turn your phone towards us so I can watch it? Later? Oh yeah, sure. I'll get right on that. <laughs> Quit walking in front, of you fucking dog. <laughs> you see me? Oh, never. <laughs> Dude, you know what I just realized? What's that? I haven't even sang yet today. Don't you? Don't you remember you told me, baby? Gonna <laughs> Let's never do that again. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> I do. Wait, there is the uh, the Spanish. And one. I feel fine. Six o'clock. Something, 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 something. Hey, come on, Eileen. It is too. It is too. It is too. I see. Oh my God! That's such a good one. <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> All right, now we also have uh, for the NXT. <laughs> Sorry, for the love of God, NXT World Title Match: Karrion Cross going for something he never lost. I just like when everybody says that. You know, Edge never lost it. Yeah. Anyway, so Finn Balor. Who do you think takes the win? You think Cross? I think Cross takes it back, man. Listen, I think O'Reilly's the feel-good moment, and Cross is the what the fuck. Balor doesn't need it. You can say Cross doesn't need it, but you were gonna go somewhere with him, and he had one match where he won the championship, and that was it. Let's get it back, and let's get it back on track. He can keep feuding with Balor. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But ultimately, I think Cross needs to take the title back, and Balor's still Balor. It's funny to me because a couple of things on this. One is I just started thinking, I'm like, well, who did Karrion Cross beat? Oh, Keith Lee. What's he doing? Fuck oh, all. Okay, nothing. He's not all even right. on the fucking cool. card. Jeez. But I think Scar- if 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 Karrion wins, I think Scarlet plays a, a giant role. Yeah. You're right that Finn Balor uh, – with where he's at. He's in a good spot. He's Finn Balor. Not going to lie, I'm marked out, man, when after the implosion of everybody with uh, the Undisputed Era and Balor's in the ring and then he just goes, what took you so long? And then crosses in the ring. I go, oh, it was cool. It was just, 
it was a great moment. I'm like, WWE just needs to sit back and watch NXT only. You know what I mean? Like, how do you not produce your Raws? Like, something like that. That was dope. That was awesome. As soon as you did a, what took you so long? I go, who's he talking to? And they pan. I go, ooh. It was really well played. Well, I won't be upset if Karrion Cross wins. I'll say that. But I have a feeling that Baylor's going to hold on to it. Cross will probably go up to the main roster. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> well, man, let's talk about... Well, I don't even know what's happening on SmackDown. So if you have those matches, great. If not, <laughs> let's move on to what really is WrestleMania. Yes. Th- yes, have this some. Year. Yes, you have them? No, let's move on to... <laughs> Good. This year, it's taking place... In the same place it was supposed to take place last year. <laughs> Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> They're making a big deal about it. For the first time ever. Sort of. Uh, are they going to reuse Rhea Ripley's uh, promo that she did on the field? They could. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just don't say Charlotte. Just say... You know just what? Say, I'm uh, glad it didn't take place in I'm that going stadium for the title. because they made her lose, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of wasted it. Well, let's let's get into it let's here. Let's do that. I think, uh, well, Saturday night, I, I had also put myself back as to last year. <laughs> Boy, heat! I had to put myself into last year. I was like, uh, last year was a Saturday night. Do you remember? They started with the... Yeah. Uh, the multiple versions of the, the America the Beautiful. Oh. Do that again. Don't put a real person in there this year that I don't know. Yeah. Some pop tweeny type person, I don't know. Use that same exact thing as last year because I loved it. You yep. got Aretha, John Legend, Ray Charles, Charles. Boys yeah. to Men, all of them. I was like, that was perfect. That was that was yep. perfect. Don't change it. Uh, all right, man. Well, this card, I swear to God, just looking at it overall, I was like, I think I could probably skip Saturday night. <laughs> just nothing looks good or maybe I don't know. Here we go. Let's talk about it, man. The what is probably going to be the opening match I would put uh, well unless they open with what I could be the second match here. Uh the order that we have it here, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be a banger of a match. I think that's going to be an awesome match. I like Seth's new suits much as I could go with. Cesaro needs a major win, and I think that if he can beat Seth Rollins on WrestleMania, on the main card, I think that it's at least a step forward in the right direction towards what he needs for a push. Yeah, I'm going with Cesaro. But I think Cesaro. You need it for the feel-good moment. I bet you that's why they make that the opening match. Could you imagine, imagine the pop? Right, that's true. And they've they've been, let's say, semi-pushing him lately, right? They, they, right. they haven't been like, you know, they haven't put a title on him, which they should, uh, you know, but they're they're keeping him in the main card. Go back to. I'll even do one more recent when Mark Henry finally beat Randy Orton for the world title and he finally got his world championship actually in Buffalo. I was there now before that they were starting to put him in big feuds first he actually had that uh 
No, the retirement thing with Cena was later. But either way, my point is they were putting him into stronger feuds before you put him into a title picture. Seth Rollins is a smart move to put him against. He's the perfect heel that everybody hates. Cesaro is everyone's favorite. Perfect combination for WrestleMania. Cesaro takes the win. Why I say the second match we have written here could be the opener is just based on the fact that they're going to be using a steel cage at WrestleMania. A steel cage for the first time since, and I might be wrong on this, man, King Kong, Bundy, and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 2. The, we've had Hell in a Cell matches. Right, right, right. We don't count. Right. I'm not counting yep. that. I'm saying Steel Cage. Right. I think this is the first one in yeah, a while. But know. Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. And I just found the match. I'm going to be taking a piss in. Yeah, pretty much. You can watch a clip show of Braun power tackling people and Shane jumping off of shit. Uh, Braun's going to win. Shane's there to wow the yeah. crowd, take some bumps, and be the heel that gets his ass handed to him. And concussed. And concussed. And a hook shot. Dude, do you know what I, I just... <laughs> you know what I just uh, read about recently is that he, at WrestleMania 32, when he did that dive off of the Hell in a Cell, he fucked up, like, his intestines, like, blew out his belly button and shit jumping off of that. And I'm like... Yeah. And there was still a pretty significant... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like balloon thing that was under him that caught it. You know what I mean? But he still blew his stomach out. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you just shouldn't be doing these kinds of matches. Yeah. When Randy Orton has to kayfabe roll out of the ring and tell you your father's not dead, just half dead. Just brain dead. <laughs> he just looks at He did. <laughs> but, yo, what bothers me? Does Shane need to be on the fucking card? No, he's... Shinsuke Nakamura is not on the yeah. card. As we That's see it right now, news, yeah. Bob Roode and Dolph Ziggler Bob are your tag Rude. champs, and they're not on your fucking uh, Actually, card. I think they're on SmackDown. I, I think all of those guys are on SmackDown, and it's going to be like a four-way That's tag not match. WrestleMania. Yeah, I know, bro. I don't disagree with you. That... Yeah, they'd be on the pre-show. That's like saying, Punk, you did get the main event spot with Undertaker at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. I didn't. Anyway, now, B-Rabbit, coming out of 8 Mile, is going to be taking on The Miz. Come on. This is, are you serious? This All right, I found another match to piss in. I'm going to take a dump. I'm going to take a dump <laughs> during this one for sure. I'm, I'm going to, and you know what? It'll be more exciting. I'm going to mark it. I'm going to mark it Miz and, and Bad Bunny. I got time. Dude, it's horrible. Bad Bunny's going to win. I can't even believe this is a thing. Bad Bunny's going to win. Oh, I know he's going to win. So Poor Bad Bunny, Miz. an obscure hip-hop artist, because I've never heard of him. It's not because I'm old or anything, is going to beat the WWE's only two-time Grand Slam champion. That's WWE booking. I didn't even... Yep, and I didn't even know who he was until he came out at Royal Rumble. I still don't know who he is. And you and I watched that. It, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Don't <laughs> <laughs> fucking know who he is. It's true. Oh my god. I can look at you. But you remember, and and that's when Booker T just bobbed his head for like four minutes oh, straight, yeah. wearing his old. We thought he was going to be on the Rumble. Joe thing, and he wasn't. 
and he was wearing his old uh, what was it? Je- uh, like the tactical gear, kind of. Oh, man. Yeah, but it, maybe he'll get involved somehow at WrestleMania. That would be a good pop if he comes in and does a spin a Rooney. Because someone's got a finisher. Maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be great if like Damian Priest is supposed to help him and he like and knocks turns. himself out or something. Uh, yeah, if he turns, maybe. And Miz Ooh, wins. Turns, that turns. would be worth it. The New Day in a match that makes no sense at all, taking on AJ Styles and almost, 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 whatever. Almost. I'm almost not going to watch this fucking night. I'm telling you that for sure. Um, I don't care. Um, you know what would have been a great idea? You guys spent an entire year throwing retribution down our throats. Why is Ali not on this card? <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> that was a good one. Housekeeping, let me jerk you off. <laughs> so I'm going to, here's what I'm trying to say is the new day, right? This is going to be Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Yeah. How easy could it have it, been to just do Kofi versus Ali. It makes all the sense in the world. It was supposed to be Ali's spot versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35. Here's his retribution later down the road. You could have done something like that. Very, very simple. And Ali even said that he wants that, but he's not even, but he's not even on the card. But don't worry. Almost is. Yeah. It's going it, to, this makes no sense. This whole, this whole night makes no sense, to be honest with you. The women's title match, which I would prefer closing the show because it's a very historical match. It's the first time that two African-American women are going head-to-head at WrestleMania. It's pretty cool, man. I'm like... That's got a headline. I really feel like... I mean, if you're going to headline night one of NXT with Shirai and Gonzalez... You have to give Banks and Belair this one, man. I think it would be a good match. Belair goes over. I think Sasha's going to keep it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look at it. You know, we know they're not afraid to do that. Look at Rhea Ripley last year. There's no way Rhea. Oh yeah. Oh, and Oscar at WrestleMania 34. <laughs> Why am I even putting logical? Two of those were Charlotte, though, oh, yeah. so you know. I bet you Charlotte just gets inserted into this match for no fucking reason whatsoever, and she wins. And then she gets inserted into the Oscar-Rhea Ripley match and wins that, too. (laughs) You never know. Mole, mole, mole. All right, and then in our main event match, we have Bobby Lashley with no longer the Hurt Business, but he does have MVP. MVP still in his corner. He'll be taking on... Drew McIntyre. I got to be honest with you. I think one thing that they did wrong with this is that they wasted Sheamus and Drew McIntyre at Fastlane. Yeah, they did. You should have inserted Sheamus into this match and made it a triple threat. But I get it. You probably don't want to have two headlining triple threat matches for WrestleMania for your world titles. Right. But I think Sheamus really could and should have been in this. The ass whooping that he took, the way he looked after it, I mean, like... he could have been in there. It could have been dues paid. I like that Drew's in the main event because you went year to year in the WWE title picture. I did in in the pandemic. I'm kind of surprised that WWE put that much stock behind him. 
Here's where I'm going to play around with my answers. The winner, or whoever main events, wins the title. So, if it's Drew and Bobby, Drew wins the title. If it's Sasha and Belair, Belair wins the title. And then in the opposite, it's going to retain. So, that would mean if... Sasha and Belair close the night out. I think Bobby retains. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just, I I think I stick with, I don't, I think it's going to be Lashley and McIntyre headlining. And I think McIntyre's going to win it because it may not be a full crowd, but you're going to have somewhat of a crowd. So you'll get your pop. And ultimately that's how you end night one. Yeah, but your WrestleMania crowds are, you know, those tickets are not cheap. And so it's not like your normal little kids just cheering. These are smart marks. Yeah. Some people are yeah, but you're, really, but you're really behind at, Lashley but, right but you're now. you're looking at it from the marks perspective. You're not looking at it from WWE booking perspective, which obviously has. Oh, that's right. They can just turn up the volume on their exactly. cheering. Exactly. I hope they still have piped in noises just to make me mad. Mm-hmm. Um, they will. Now, I know we kind of brought this up earlier because it was my bringing it to the table. I, I Please bring Shelton and Cedric right back to this because that makes absolutely no sense. First, they lose the tag titles, and then they... I don't want to talk about uh, it. Now you break them up out of the Hurt business. Oh, I, don't, I know you don't, but we have to. We're here. <laughs> but, all right. Just please make it swerve and... You know, I'll be honest with you. That would be a great opening match to to WrestleMania, and a great swerve. Let Hurt Business commit, man, mate. Get everybody fueled up. Something good. I don't know. I I just think night one is really not promising. I think I could probably skip it. Yeah. Not watch it live and go back and watch Cesaro Rollins and the men and women's title matches. I don't think I give a shit about anything else on this card. Yeah. Tonight. I I mean, ultimately, I want to see Cesaro and Rollins, and then. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. I think Drew and Bobby could probably put oh, on a that, good show. That's going to be good. Being two big guys. No, but that, that'll but be But you know, they've, this isn't their first rodeo. No. They, they've they had matches in Impact. Yep. So this is, you know, it's almost an extended feud. And you know that they can have good matches. I actually liked watching their matches because that's when the Broken Hardys were still over there, mm. too, at that time. That's when Impact was still worth watching. Right. <laughs> At least I think. Night two. Um, you know, it's not written here about it, but I can't wait to bring this up. Well, f- actually, this is the second thing I want to bring up. First of all, we haven't brought this up. You have two hosts this year. We got Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan. I'm not sure if one's going to do one night, one's going to do the other oh, night, or if they do point. it together. Yeah. You know, but... Eh, whatever. Meh, whatever. <laughs> I really, I actually, Titus, I'm okay I, yeah, with Titus, like Titus because last year... Especially after last year, after well, the, you gotta put Titus, the Bray Wyatt Yeah, match. you got to put know. Titus on the Fiend match. You got to put him on that night. Absolutely. But this isn't cinematic, is it? I don't think so. Oh, well, Randy actually, Orton and I don't Fiend know. isn't going to be. It might be. You don't know. Well, let's say this. You have tonight, or our recording on Raw, or is the day of Raw, unless they make that announcement tonight. This is a regular match. Yeah. However, I got to tell you, man, this match... It's kind of a, I know that we've seen it a lot. This is a lot in the making, man. Let's not ever forget. 
Fiend was Husky Harris. Orton knocked him out and got him out of there, and he never came back again until Bray Wyatt appears. Orton also joins the Wyatt family with Luke Harper at the time. There's in everything they it, it would be a tremendous idea if they actually did a cinematic match, much like Orton has to go through everything that Cena did last year, revisiting some of his old pop problems like his anger issues, losing to this or that. It would be great, but either way. This could, I think this could be a good match. Only if cinematic. If it's, the history's there. But it's cool. done it already. But I can't see a crowd getting so, that's my point. So I can't, but last year they went cinematic because you had to. Sure. We had no choice. Do you want to take away from a live crowd? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you want to pull, it should be in Make ring. them watch videos? Yeah. So my point is that you can't do a cinematic match in the ring. Again, it's WWE. Don't put it past them. Oh, my God. If they bring back the... Let's also forget, this isn't their first rodeo to WrestleMania. WrestleMania 33. Let's not forget the fucking worms. Worms. All right. The Fiend, I think, takes the win. Agreed. Uh, I I love that he's burnt. It's just... (laughs) It's just so so horrible. It's so horrible. But Bliss is great in her role. Can we talk about Alexa Bliss yeah. straddling Orton? Holy shit. And then his wife, Kim, writing, you just fucked up on Twitter. That was awesome. Does Kim show up? No, no. Let's hope not. All right. I just hey, I had to throw it out there. I just had to throw it out there. Um, in what doesn't need an extra person... In a match, apparently is going to have an extra person in the match. We have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And from what it's seeming like, the your favorite person of all time. I'll catch a case to slap Logan this Paul. motherfucker in the face. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> Logan Paul is. Remember Dave Chappelle? As uh, he was reading yeah. white people, Megan. Who the fuck is Renee Zellweger? <laughs> fuck is Lo- fuck Logan Paul. Fuck him in the ass. Hate oh, Logan Paul. Oh man, Eat a dick Logan Paul. Eat a dick. You know who can't tell him to eat a dick? Nate Robinson. <laughs> Where it is? He's still sleeping. <laughs> it looks like Logan does need to like hit the weight room though. Scrawny like him. You know what the weight room is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll figure nice it out. Segue. Nice setup. Nice setup. Man. Fuck Logan Scram. Paul. Scram. Don't get. Kevin Owens wins. <laughs> All right. Next um, match. I don't understand. Yeah, I guess. I just don't get why he's even a part of it. Um, Sheamus is going after the U.S. title, taking on a man who is not only of very few words sometimes, but sometimes just forgets his words. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Riddle. I'm sorry. It's not, look at, man, I'm sorry. I just don't know. But two things to this. One, it's backstage. Why the fuck do you do those live? You could pre-tape that at any point in the day. It's equally as dark in those back rooms. I don't get Maybe it. Maybe it was recorded. Secondly, <laughs> it was the 30th. Jeez, it's the best take they got. 
it kind of reminded me of the time that Sheamus and Randy Orton were in the ring, and Orton puts a mic to his side and chat, taps himself on the chest and goes, what's my line? <laughs> he just looks right at Sheamus. He goes, what's my line? <laughs> and it was like clear as day on Raw, Like, but he put his mic to his side, but the camera was just so zoomed in on Orton, and he asked it. And I'm like, at least someone did it that way, but like Riddle just gave the fuck up, and poor Asuka was like, okay. <laughs> the scooter thing is stupid. It is. It, all right, I don't care. Sheamus, hopefully, but it probably Riddle. Yeah, I got Riddle. Um, in Big E is defending his Intercontinental Championship against full blown heel Apollo Cruz in a Nigerian drum fight match. I think that this actually may be the best Nigerian Nigerian drum fight of all time that WWE's ever Agreed. had. Agreed. Yeah, and I, 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 you know what? <laughs> I'm willing to put money on it. I have a question, man. Is it are there going to be guys around the ring like with a bunch of djembes and listen, as the fight gets hey, going, hey, you know they what? get hey, going hey, real listen, fast? Listen, like, motherfucker. I'm not no, being sarcastic. No, no, no. I totally agree with you. The hilarious thing is, I'll be I'll be hundred percent honest with you. If you tell me that there's going to be eight of these around the ring and they're just <laughs> sitting there going, that's what I'm saying. Look, he's got the drum. No, but it starts with like a slow beat. Yeah, right? Listen. <laughs> it goes boom, boom. You have to get the pace of the match going. And as it gets going, brrr, you ever seen uh, Mo Money? Oh, fuck yeah. With Damon Wayne and Marlon. The guy when he gets on the subway, the guy's playing the, the djembe and he has no idea that that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That's, my... God. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i like that you just did the spinning thing like in the they're god, in the and bodega and i and i'm gonna he do the, the fish bodega. thing where he's, he's throwing like, the fish lactate. back lactate oh my. <laughs> get out of my store he beats the fuck out of the potato Rexy, chips that's a great movie it's such a great movie i love the ending remember when i told you to kiss my ass well, kiss my ass um no but that's my exact part or my exact point the drums are going to get that fast when the fight gets going between these two. At least that's what I'm listen, hoping. Dear shit. Listen, this, this, that would be this great. This has potential to be a good wrestling match. If it is literally just them drumming to the pace of the match, that's like a symphony. I love it. I I could enjoy that. It sounds what stupid if to Big read e it out gets loud, in there though. and the, what, what if? Especially now that he has an accent out of nowhere. Fight? That's another thing we haven't talked about. He just had. He oh, sounded yes. like Black Panther after their last match. <laughs> Look at me! Look at me! I can't do the accent, obviously. You know, but you know, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You would just cut a promo in perfect English, but now you're speaking with an accent, like, like, like the heel. Wait, I just figured it out. I just figured out what a night. Yeah. I think I just figured out, figured out the Nigerian drum fight. Oh no. What did we say happened between Bulldog and Ahmed Johnson on that Raw earlier that we talked about? They had an arm wrestling contest. What if both men are given a djembe and you and they're it's like almost drum battling? You got to go back and forth with each other. That'll be another dump match. <laughs> Sorry, I, all I have is my stomach. I don't have a fucking drum next well, to me funny, like you. you. Said djembe. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I actually don't. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what this match is to say that there's going to be a winner, but I'm probably going to say Apollo Crews, but I d sure. Cause it's his it match. It seems like it would this... be the way to go, especially since a WWE is going all in on this. I still say biggie. 
I hope that this Nigerian drum fight is an equivalent to the uh, what was the thing that the uh, it was Great Kali's match. It was like a bunch of the wicker things all. It'll come back to me. Oh, it, it's gonna be uh, the Punjabi prison match. That's what oh, this is Randy gonna be Orton a fucking Punjabi prison Hall, match. Right? They did that too. There, yep. Oh my god, I didn't even want to talk about this match anymore. I'm maybe that's what I'm gonna be really looking forward to. I can't wait to have chicken nuggets ready to go right before hey, I see what a Nigerian drum fight is. You can get chicken nuggets in New York State now. Well, you can't get them, but you can have them. <laughs> Asuka will be defending her title, the Raw Women's Championship, against Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea gets her uh, redemption. Hell yeah. 100%. I hope. Hope so, too. But who knows? It's WWE. And in our main event match, two men who shouldn't even be at WrestleMania 37 because they had broken freaking necks. Edge. And Daniel Bryan, or not broke. Well, Daniel Bryan wasn't a broken neck, but these guys were done, man. They both were retired, and they're going to take on Roman Reigns in a triple threat match for the Universal title. You know, we're probably going to get a, a Jay Uso appearance. Paul Heyman, of course, will be in the corner of Roman Reigns. I don't think it's Daniel Bryan. And as much as I'm an edge head, I think Roman retains. Yep, 100%. Roman's not going anywhere okay. with the title. There's no reason to take it off him now. He's still the, the tribal chief. Uh, having Brian and Edge there give it gives it excitement. There's the what if. It's the story. Uh, it's everything. Yeah. But Roman's the guy. Brian's probably not going to be in WWE. You're going to have a lot of big longer, and I can't imagine Edge's either. Right. So, I think Edge is better utilized to after he's done here, make some pit stops at uh, NXT every now and then. Maybe have a match with someone down there, or even just like a random pay per view here and there. Hold them off for the big ones. That's it. That's all you need to do with him. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. I would. I would say. Roman's probably going to go over. <sighs> Let me ask you a question. What if they made... Nah, never mind, I have way too much wishful thinking. I'm the king of wishful thinking. I was thinking about what if like, just Brock shows up and helps him win because they're both Paul Heyman guys. Or, I don't know why, it's just... Look at man... I've seen them do shit like this before. Vince came out at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view for absolutely no reason, just said, Cena, good job on that win. Batista has absolutely no reason to be a number one contender. Here he is, and then Batista wins. Wouldn't it be great if after this triple threat, Lesnar shows up and challenges him for the title on the spot? Wouldn't happen, but could you imagine the fucking pop in the place? Yeah, wow. What yeah, if that was King of Wishful so Thinking? That is that I like that. I like that idea of hey, if it Heyman did it, if Heyman said, You are the tribal chief, but you're not the beast, and then Lesnar comes out and it was all a swerve. But I think it's too soon. I say do that next WrestleMania. 
Oh, you could build to towards them one on one at WrestleMania next year, and it will definitely be no problem. It'll be a good match. Um, something we've seen, but then roles reverse when it's heel and face. Right. I just, I, I, I don't see him losing the title. If it was just him and Edge, I think there was a better chance of it happening. But now that Daniel Bryan is thrown in there, to me, I'm like, so you never had the you unless the whole point is for Daniel Bryan to take the pin and Edge wins because Roman could then say, okay. well, you didn't beat the tribal chief, some shit like that, and it extends Roman and Edge a little sure. longer. Could be. Don't know. Maybe then they head into Backlash and have greatest match ever, too. <laughs> uh, I started thinking about that, too. I was like, WrestleMania, after last year, I go, oh, my God, then we went on to that. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> it was a sad year in so many ways for 2020. Oh, well... Yeah, man, I, we've given all of our predictions. It, we can only just hope that it's a good WrestleMania. We are due. We are due for a good live show. AEW's done it for a while. All we've been watching are LED screens with WWE, piped-in noises. Give me a real show. Just one. Just that one AEW show. show I was supposed to go to in Rochester is scheduled for September at the moment. So I saw that. We'll see. We'll see. It was uh and that was like two three weeks ago was the anniversary of that. Yep. Of that and that's when Brody became the exalted one and Matt Hardy showed yeah. up. And it was funny because I just watched uh I think it was maybe what culture did something about it, but they were like it was just so flat because no one was there to say delete, delete, delete with Matt Hardy. Wasn't flat at all for anybody who was watching the Brody Lee segment, but when Matt Hardy showed up, it's like, wow, it's cool, but it was just kind of silent because that drone was just, that's all you had. You need a live show, or you need a live crowd, man, to to make this sport or entertainment of sports happen. You can't do it without, I mean, you can do baseball without one fan in the place. It's fine. They can play the game. You need crowd reaction for wrestling to make sense. Um, that so let's just hope, man, for a good WrestleMania. Anything else, else that you think we should uh, mention about between NXT WrestleMania? Oh, oh, oh! Let's not forget the Bella Twins. Bella Twins—they're in the fucking Hall of Fame. Made the Hall of Fame that much greater. Mm. So is Reed. And Ozzy. Yeah. And oh, William Shatner. Oh, Shatner. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I was they're... thinking of. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. matter, I, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's bogus. Fucking. All right, man. We'll talk about it. Great, great colleague gets in. They announce it the same exact day. Best they, headbutt they ever. They announce no. Kane going in. Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Look, RVD. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, not many I really care about, man. It, it was not really a. It, Batista pulled himself out, and he was in last year's. He was supposed to go in. Um, so everybody who was slated to go in last year still went in this year, which is cool too. But yeah, man, Bellas, Bellas, yay! They're Hall of Famers. If you say so. <laughs> that is a box of shit, Mark. Guaranteed. <laughs> I can look at him. <laughs> oh well, everyone, man, thank you so much for joining us back for the first episode back of the Top of Wrestling. Hey. I want to tell you something. We're going to change things up a little bit here. 
you know, every week we were doing top topics. We're going to keep things fresh for you. So even though we have top topics next week, or I, I, even though I, we generally would have a top topic next week, next week and change things up, going to bring back NWA's good shit. And then the week after, we will be back with another top topic, and that's going to be the top 25 heel turns of all time. we got to keep you guys guessing. We can't tell you what we're going to be doing each week. We're going to change it up. Next week, we will be back for our second episode of this season. We'll talk WrestleMania. We'll talk a little revisiting Monday Night Wars for what happened that week. And I, I, I guess, hey, ODM, if there's one thing that you could do for us, I mean, why don't you leave us with one of your favorite movie quotes from the movie we worked with this week? And uh, you know what? We're going to start a new thing this season. Uh... Doing us on a fly. Don't get upset. You haven't heard it yet. I think at the end of each episode, we should make you do your movie quotes like you do. I miss, I really, really, really miss the days of you doing the uh, impersonations. You remember, man, remember your Scott Steiner. You remember uh, Jim Cornette. You had some really good ones, man. So do you think you could? we could start doing that every week? You're going to leave us with a, a quote, but with a wrestler impression? I will certainly try. Scott Steiner was one of my favorites. It was. It, you know what? I'm going to hold off on that one because you would expect that and you're probably really good at doing that one. You know what? Do do me a favor. I got one for you. Do do, do Enzo's... Dusty's... He's my mentor. Do do Enzo's mentor. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to do Enzo there for a second. No, I'm going to have you do Simon Gotch. (laughs) (laughs) I like how he does that. Oh, Dusty's my mentor. I can't believe Kalisto would do that. All right, man. No, you know what? Do me a favor. Get us out of here with a movie quote. Dusty Rose style, baby. We'll see you back next week. Listen here, baby. You better pray to the God of skinny punks that this wind don't pick up, baby. Because I'll come over there and jam it all right up your ass, baby. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are The Professor, Mark Fantasia, and ODM, Joe Rizzo, with special weekly segments by Nightwing, the analyst, Rashawn Hilton. Without your continued support, it would just be some guys talking wrestling. Feel free to interact with the show on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com.